Welcome to this week's Selk Grassroots Podcast, The Saturday Manager, brought to you by the Down to Play app. Grassroots football is finally back and we're buzzing. Get Down to Play today, the UK's leading app for next game availability. Download Down to Play from the App Store and Google Play. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Saturday Manager. My name is Anthony DeLuca, manager of South Dulwich FC First Eleven. Um, so this week gone, unfortunately, our game against Agenda, which was lining up to be a tasty one, following some uh, back and forth on the old social media regarding the uh, the transfer of one of our players over to them. Um, I won't go fully into detail. We are still due to have Agenda on the podcast as a guest. I was going to have him on this week, but obviously without a game being played, um, we thought we'd save it until we, we play that second game. Um, but yeah, unfortunately our game fell victim to Storm Eunice. So yeah, pitch was waterlogged. Gave it. The best, well, the groundsman tried to give it the best chance, but yeah, it wasn't going to happen. And then I think there was more rainfall on the Saturday, which would have only made it worse. Um, same situation for our second 11. So, unfortunately, no games for either of our teams this week. There were some interesting results throughout the leagues of the games that did manage to go ahead. Um, I'll come on to those. Later, uh, when I go through my predictions from last week and just sort of look at the state of play among all the leagues. Obviously, with no game this week to talk about, I was looking for a guest on Twitter. um, And I'm pleased to say that a very liked member of the Grassroots family and a top, top referee, Steve Hughes, is going to join me. and I've got to say, judging from the reaction on Twitter when we announced it yesterday, he is looking like one of my more popular guests. So without further ado, we will get straight into it and I will welcome on Steve. Hi, Steve. Thanks for joining me on the podcast today. No problem, no problem. Thank you for the invite. Yeah, you seem a, a popular guest on Twitter. <laughs> Don't you believe it? <laughs> rare, rare you find a popular ref, so it's obviously a good sign. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I love Twitter. Um, and I love all the lads on Twitter. They're, they're a good bunch. I think uh, it's a good medium for grassroots. Yeah, it, Twitter. It, it's a good laugh on there. It is a good laugh on there. Um before we get into all things sort of refereeing, I thought the first question I'll open up with is your sort of playing background. If you, if you did play, what sort of level you played at? Good question. Good question. Um, this will make people laugh. I've never really played at any decent level, to be honest. Um, I was one of those guys who um, quickly realised I was rubbish at football. I love it, um, but I admit it very, very early on that I wasn't even half decent. Um, I wasn't necessarily the, the last guy to be picked, you know, when you went down the park to meet your mates. 
but I certainly wasn't the first one picked. Uh, and it's probably one of the reasons why I got into uh, refereeing because I realised very quickly I could be a much better referee than a footballer. Um, and it, it wasn't for the for the want of trying. I just realised, um, yeah, I wasn't very good. I love it, but not very good. <laughs> so um, what I used to do was... Uh, Pardon? I said that hasn't stopped some people getting into play and not being very good, but... Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I was just told quickly by my mates that I wasn't all that, um, but I enjoyed playing football. Um, and, yeah, it, it's just... What could I, I went to university, and so that sort of stopped me playing at any level. And I'm So when I came back from uni, um, I, I went to work... Um, and um, and I started playing again with my football mates there at work because I had leagues on, and that got me back into playing five-a-side. Um, and then it just went from there one day. Um, so yeah, what, football, what age did you get into refing? When did you decide you were going to well, crack? Yeah, um, it was quite early on. Now, believe it or not, I'm in what my mid forties, and I have been refereeing twenty-one years now. Uh, so. That means I started quite early in life refereeing. And like I say, that's when I realised um, I could do it a lot better. Um, and, and I stumbled into, into refereeing as such. Uh, I never had the intention of doing it. But I got injured uh, playing five-a-side uh, at work's sort of football tournament. And they needed someone to help out. Um, and I said, yeah, I'll give it a go because I hurt my ankle. And I actually quite enjoyed it, um, being right involved. Because five-a-side, you tend to be right in amongst it all don't you um, yeah. and and it and it just triggered my 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 line of thought oh, I'll, I might give that a go and see what it's like um and um it was good it was good I did the training course and everything like that and the main thing is I met a good bunch of people um I was living in Dartford at the time um because I'm originally from um Elton um and um I'd moved to Dartford when I moved in with, well, she was my girlfriend at the time, but now my wife. So we lived in Dartford and I just met the um, Dartford um, Referees Association. Um, I don't know if this is the kind of uh, info you want, um, if yeah. people are interested in this sort of thing. No, no, this is a good part of it. No, we all want to hear the story. Um, and yeah, I, I, I looked it up on the internet and this was back in the year 2000. That's how long ago it was, year 2000. Um, I was in my early 20s and I um, went along and I did the training course. But the thing that really stuck it to me was it was at um, a local uh, working man's club. So it was cheap beer um, and yeah. you could just have a white laugh. And I realised that most of the referees liked a good drink. Um, so that, that, that kept you coming then. Yeah, and as, as a lot of people say on Twitter, yeah, Steve likes to drink because I do end up drinking with quite a few of the teams and all that sort of business. And uh, so, yeah, it went from there. And I realised, actually, it takes it, uh, it, a few boxes. You can have a drink, you can have a laugh, um, and football as well. So it steadily went from there. And then I really got into it. And I started really enjoying it. Um, and a lot of people ask me this, going, why? Why did you start doing it? I think that's it. I think that's the question a lot of people ask. So, why, I, why? Yeah, I, I, if I had a pound for every time someone asked me that, um, I could, I could, I could retire. I could remember my cowboy <laughs> quotes, but honestly, but um, it's, I just loved it. Um, 
I just loved it being in, in involved with the game. Um, and I started off, like I say, I must have been about 22, 23 years old. Um, and a lot of my mates were still playing. And they used to rip me. Um, and I used to be in the gangs. So and sometimes I'd be riffing my mates. And that caused me a whole host But it got easier as I got older. And a lot of my mates stopped playing. Um, and then people didn't know me so much. Um, but it, yeah, I just quickly learned. It, it was really good fun. And I've said this many times, and other referees will vouch me on this, that if you have a really good game, you have the best seat in the house. You have a better view than any of the guys standing on the side of the pitch. And you're right involved. You try not to be involved. You want the game to flow. But I have seen firsthand some amazing goals um, and amazing passes. And the way some of the lads ping the ball about, I'm quite jealous, to be honest. <laughs> but sometimes you have to stop yourself applauding or going, well done, that was amazing. But if you're in the middle of the pitch, you must see it because you play yourself. In the middle of the pitch, you see one of your mates score a goal. It's, it's brilliant. You've got a much better view than on the sidelines or in the stand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's the same for me. Um, and you just pick up on the buzz from a lot of the players. If it's playing well, um, you just you get involved with it. So That's one, that's one question I was going to ask. I mean, obviously you'd say you didn't play that much, but do you get that same buzz sort of refing a good game as you would scoring a goal or winning a game with your mates? Yeah, you do. Um, and it sounds very cliched. But you get a real buzz um, when you play a really good advantage and and the team scores off the back of it, right? Um, or you get a buzz from the crowd um, applauding you. or Because or, sometimes crowds do that, believe it or not. Um, yeah, but, I can't say I've heard that myself. Uh, but... <laughs> um, well, you don't advance to it. I mean, I've, we're, we're talking about... Um, Probably in South London Lions, but through my career as such, I'm in retirement now. Um, in in referees talk, I'm a I'm a level five, which I'm not sure many of your guys would know the various um, levels. I know a little bit because my dad did was a referee for a bit. Oh, oh, there we are. Yeah, yeah, but if you fill us in, so a level five, what sort of level is that in terms of level five? Well, its official title is senior county uh, referee which means about as, as, as senior you can get um, on the Bromley and South London Alliance uh, League. Um, you start, there are 10 levels um, and you, you would start as an adult at level seven and go on the promotion scheme. And I'm sure you've seen referees being assessed or yeah. they've told you they're being assessed and they look very nervous and there's some often shifty looking guy in a Mac on the side um, who's now called an observer. They used to be called assessors um, and they will be grading the, the uh, referee accordingly. But you do that over a course of a year and you go from seven to six and then six to five. Um, and you would see those grades of referees on the Bromley and South London Lions. And yeah. then from there, you would go into senior football. Uh, and, and I was very fortunate that um, I did go up to level four, which is the next level up. Um, and I, I started on the Bromley, if I'll put this into context, 
And do stop me if I'm going on a bit too no, much. No, 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 carry on. No, no, I no. Mean, no. Uh, yeah, a lot of the managers know that I love talking and after yeah. the match, they've heard a lot of this. Um, but I'm very passionate about grassroots and everything like that. And if I, if I can educate some of the guys that they understand what the referees do and maybe they can have a bit more passion towards um, what they're doing. But um, I started, I think, my first ever game for the for it was then called the, the South London Alliance. It was before. Um, yeah, I think it, it merged. Really ended up. They emerged yeah. the Bromley and District and the That's South it. London. I think. So I'm, I'm showing my age now, but I remember one of my. I think one of my first ever games when I first qualified on a Saturday um, was for. Was I think it was 2001 around 2001 2002, um, and I did that for about four or five years. Um, and then around 2005, 2006, once I'd been doing it for about four, five, six years, I then went into senior football. So I left the Bromley South London Alliance and went up to the likes of uh, Skeffel um, and um, I'm trying to think, Ryman's like the Ishmian and Conference South. And right. all that. So you've, Those... you've, you've reffed at a, a pretty high level in comparison yeah, to... Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I, like I said earlier, I knew very, very early on I could referee at a much higher standard than I could ever play. Yeah. And I accepted that very early on. Um, and honestly, I've got more enjoyment out of it than them ever playing. Um, so, so I did leave the Bromley and South London Alliance for probably about five years. Um, so my, my, my length of service is probably... If you, you, you count about that, 15 years about in about 15 years with the league, so I could be one of the longest serving refs uh, there. Yeah. Um, and but I left for five years, and then when um settled down, had kids back then, the FA are not as accommodative, and um, I couldn't build it time to but see my family. Yeah, but, but let's just say, without being too political, they weren't too accommodating for the younger refs. I was probably the second youngest referee at that level in Kent. Um, right. And they wanted me to do midweeks and stuff like that. Um, and I had a young baby or two young babies. And I was like, I just, I need to go back, support my wife. And so I stepped away and I came back to level five. So, um, and I still love it. And a lot of my mates who've gone on said, I can't believe you've gone back. And I... I've, I haven't turned back. I've loved it. Um, so um, I've been with the Bromley and South London Lights ever since. Um, and yeah, so I ch- so chat. A question I was going to ask, and I, I was going to ask, what are your sort of career highlights as a ref? What's the sort of biggest game you've refed or the favourite game you've refed? Um, um, let's think. Um, I've, I do have some funny, funny moments, um, yeah. and some of them I could never repeat publicly. We could repeat <laughs> down the pub because they're too controversial. Um, but I, I, I've had a time when my wife and my wife really detests football, right? Because uh, her family are massive Cholton fans, and ticket holders. So when we met, she didn't say I'm into refereeing, but. but um, she, and so she's only come to see me once, and it was at Welling, uh, Welling football ground. It was a, it was a big game, um, and it was a bank holiday. So she said, "Oh, I'll come along." And whenever I had big games like that, say at Dartford, 
uh, football ground or Wellin or Bromley or anything like that that was a good standard. All my friends used to come out of the woodwork and go, Steve, get us some tickets <laughs> and stuff. Because uh, you, as a referee, you do get a, an allocation for tickets for those games. But you never use them because nobody ever comes along with you. And um, she came along um, and she watched it. And that's only once in my entire 20 years she came along and watched. And she could deal with the abuse I was getting from the crowd, uh, which is <laughs> funny at the time. And I had my friends there and they've come and watched the game. So the highlight for me was one and only time my wife come to see me uh, referee. And she couldn't tolerate the abuse that I was getting from, <laughs> the, from the stands. Um, but another one uh, I really enjoyed, I had a big cup game down in, um, let's think, it was East Eastbourne Football Club. And that was the first time I, I walked out onto the pitch and there was um, a band playing in the, in the stands. Um, and that I remember walking out going, wow, I've made it. There's a band in the stand with, you know, with the, with the um, is it the great escape music they play with the drums and the yeah, trumpets? Yeah, 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 yeah. And I remember standing there going, oh, the hairs on my arms have gone up. This is amazing. Um, I can't be wrong, there was probably only about a thousand people there. But that was massive to me. I, um, um, and I've done some very good, um, I'm trying to think. Cup finals and... Yeah, I've done... Um, I'm proud to say that I've done every cup final for the Bromley and South London Alliance um, yeah. over the years. Um, one of the ones I do remember was a number of years ago with Velvet when they did the triple uh, before I think they moved on to the Kent County Leagues. Um, I did one of their cup finals, which was amazing. Um, um, I'm trying to think the... The other memorable games, I do really enjoy a lot of the ones in the Bromley Southland Lights when you've got some local derbies, for example, um, the Rustlers against Elton Town, you know, yeah. those sort of games. Yeah, I always yeah. look out for those and wish, and really, fingers crossed, hope I get put on those games. Yeah. <laughs> those sort of games, you know, Old Roan against uh, AMG and those sort of games where you think they are going to be Tasty. Games where, yeah, tasty. That's what I like. I like the real taste games. Um, you don't like an easy ride. No, 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 no. I've been doing it so long now. I don't want an easy ride. <laughs> I like those. There's the league and there's many officials called the lively games. Yeah. Um, they <laughs> describe those ones as lively. So I look forward to those sort of games. Um, but yeah, there's many others I can't repeat um, where I've been walking through the tunnel and I get beer thrown over me and stuff like that. But, but you, it's brush, part of the you seem to brush it off. You seem to brush it off quite as quite easily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, it gives you a really good life skill. Um, when I'm at work dealing with tough decisions or like that, and they go, you deal with this remarkably well. I went, well, I make split decisions in front of 22 raging players at times or they yeah. can be Crowd, this is simple. This is a simple decision. So <laughs> I thrive on it. I love it. It doesn't bother me at all. Yeah. So um, one one question I did want to ask. Yeah. One question I did want to ask. I just want to sort of compare. I had a question in mind. Three three things that make a good ref. So I just wanted to compare. 
from a referee to a player and manager, what you think makes a good ref. And I've got, I've already got three things in mind. I want to hear your, your opinion on three things that make a good ref. You want me to go first? I'll, I'll let you go first and then I'll tell you how close we were. <laughs> a good right. Um, right. And the one, it's very different uh, on, on grassroots. At grassroots level, a good referee is very different to what I would say senior. Uh, 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 senior football because they're looking at different things, but but at Bromley South London, like that at grassroots level, I would say consistency. You want yeah, a I referee have on my list. consistency. Yeah. Um, what else? What makes a good what what makes a good referee? Is that yeah. what you're saying? Um, communication. Communication. Yeah, I have communication on my list as well. Oh, there we are. Um, because I, I found over my over the years. That is probably one of the most important things. When I see other referees and other referees come out um, and 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 line for me, so they're an assistant referee. They all say that um, I can't believe how much I talk in the game. My communication with players, and I think that is key. If you can talk to players, you can solve a lot of problems before they become problems. I agree. I think there's nothing there's nothing worse than than having a referee and you ask him to explain his decision and he just sort of tells you to go away. That is the most frustrating thing as a player. I would never say that because <laughs> it's just um, in fact. You, I mean, I've, I'm sure I've, I've reckon I, I've left you a few times, haven't I? I'm sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, you, you ask any of the lads there. You can ask um, Old Bone, you can ask Eden Park, you can ask uh, Rustlers, Elton Town, you can ask uh, Sacred Knights, Chelsfield, all of them. They will all say that they can hear me on the pitch, right? And I, I am very vocal on the pitch and I like to explain as I go along and I really don't mind anyone talking to me. Um, and you will often find when I play a game, if it's a foul, I'll say it's a foul. I'll play advantage. So I think if you do that, that's half your problem solved because everyone knows, including the dugouts and the technical area, what's happening. And then they very rarely question anything because they know what I've seen. Um, and likewise, when I say penalty, I'm really loud on the pitch. I'm sometimes, sometimes louder, believe it or not, than the captains. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so, yeah, in fact, you could ask... Uh, and Elton Town or any of the guys, they they um, they know how loud I am on the pitch. Um, so I think communication. And the third thing, I think fitness. I would not. You know, I, had, I had positioning, so I sort. I guess that sort of plays into fitness. Well, yeah, yeah. In in the referee's world, you can only get into position if you're fit enough, right? Exactly. Um, and so, I, one of my phrases that I like to use is, um, I. I um I train to be or I I train to be a referee. Oh, no, no, actually, no. Uh, when you when you a referee, you don't referee to be fit. Uh, I try to be fit to referee. Okay. Um, I should should have practiced this before I started talking to you. But <laughs> um, I'm talking away. I'm enjoying myself too much. Apologies. Yeah, I fluffed my big line, but I'm enjoying myself too much. Apologies. <laughs> but yeah, you, you, you find that you can only get into position, the right position, if you're fit enough. Um, and so I think at least this level, I do think a lot of the referees underestimate that 
you have got to be able to run. You've got to be able to get into the corners. You've got to get wide. You've got to form the lazy S, as we call it, to get into the right positions. But incredible. So I think those are the three. Yeah, um, that's, well, that's what I think. I'm glad we can agree on pretty much all of that then. <laughs> well, there we are. Um, we both clearly know what we're talking about. Yeah, well, I try to try to pretend I do anyway. <laughs> um, before we get into the predictions, which I do with every um, guest, I wanted to quickly, another quick question was, obviously, I know you've ref some Kent, Kent County Cup games this season. Um, I just want to see how you think the sort of Bromley and South London Premier League compares to that sort of level, because there's been some debate oh. in previous episodes. Oh, yeah. Great question. Great question. And I will say that I'm a big fan of this podcast. So when you invited me on, I, I wanted to say earlier, I've listened to every single one of your episodes. And I love the one of the previous ones with Old Rome when you talked about all of that. Um, and um, I will say that, yeah, this season has been unusual for me because I've been given a lot of uh, county. Uh, so I haven't done as many this year of probably South Alliance but I've also done a few of the Kent County League games. So I've seen some of the old Bromley South London Alliance teams uh, yeah who have gone up the over the years and so who have gone up over the years yeah uh, I mean I come across Crayford Arrows this season um, and uh, many of the other teams and I do think that, again, this has been controversial, but I don't care. Um, my boss is none of my paymasters. As a referee, I don't have a paymaster. So uh, <laughs> I can say what I feel. I do think that the, uh, the top division, Bromley and South London Alliance, I do think a lot of those guys, there's some very, very good teams in there. And I do think they would be a lot of Division 3, Division 2. I think they are on par with some of the Division on teams, um, honestly, I do think that because um, we, we've seen some of the, the teams from the Bromley South London Alliance migrate over to the county. Um, and some of those teams were not even in the top position, were they, in the in the Premier Division? No, so no, they have yeah, gone up and, and gone on to win yeah. leagues and so on and not like Thing. I think they could fight their own. I do really think that some of those teams, if they moved over, not that I want them to, but if they have, I think I don't think they would struggle. I really don't. Um, so, yeah. If, no, if I just want to get a little bit of an unbiased opinion on that. Well, <laughs> I know there's a bit of bias with being a Bromley and South London ref for 15 well, years. I, but... <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I have, to be fair, I have done some of the Kent County League games uh, this season. Uh, and, yeah, I think. I think they're good. I do think, I think they're well, not that I want them to be, um, but uh, the, the one benefit of being a referee, um, another benefit is I meet so many teams. I go to so many different grounds and I meet so many different, different teams. I'm probably one of the best places, or referees are the best place people to ask that question. Yeah, definitely. Because we do yeah. see, we see a broad range of, of players and teams. Um and we're not biased towards any of them. So, yeah, yeah that's, what, that's what I take on it. OK, well, let's, let's go on to the predictions then. Um, so we will start with a cup game. So we're going to start with Eden Park of the Prem versus Crofton Albion of D1. 
give one. Ooh, now that would be a good game. Um, I think that would be a very good game, actually. Um, are you going to go first or do you want me to go first? Uh, I'll go first and I'll go, I'll go Eden Park. I think they'll win that 4 1. I'm going to go with. Oh, well, really? Oh, I was going to say 3 0. 3 0. 3 0. So similar, yes. similar ones in that one. Um, then we've got AMG versus West Wickham. Like I've said previously, if AMG win, oh, I think I think if they get a point in this game, they've won the league. Yes, yes, they've sealed it. Yeah. So I'm going to go AMG five two. Really? Oh, I, I, I think they will win. Yep. Uh, yep. I would say. Um, Win. I think they make the goals. I think I think four one. Four one AMG. Okay, let's yes. go down to Div One. We've got we're going to go Red Velvet Reserves versus Rustlers. Oh, now I would pick this as game game of the weekend. Yeah. <laughs> I would definitely pick this one. The game those two. I think that would be a great derby and. Uh, if it wasn't for the fact that I've closed my weekend, I've, I, I, can't, I haven't got a game this weekend. Personally, I would have loved to referee this game. This is one that I would love. Um, and I have refereed this fixture many times over the years, and it's a great game. Um, I know both teams, so I don't know what to say here. I'm going to sit, I'm I'm gonna sit on the fence. No, don't you beat me to it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go 2-2. Ah, oh, you beat me! You knew, you beat me too. You knew I was going to say that. Um, <laughs> I was going to say a Desmond as well. Um, only because I'll get stick from both teams. Um, but honestly, I, I can't think now. Over the years, one more game. Um, I, I, I think again, there's going to be loads of goals. I, yeah, I. All right, you said two two. I'll say three three. But three, I didn't three. Think, yeah, I can't believe you nicked in there. You beat me. <laughs> Um, Div 2 now I'm going to go for Slade Green Knights versus Nat West Oh, I don't know too much about Nat West they're a new team and we've never played we have played Slade Green in the past but Nat West going pretty well I'm going to go 3-2 Nat West now you see Nat West is one of the few teams I haven't left they are new and, and the league previously if there was any new teams the league used to get me to um this isn't a bit of a secret, but the ref, they used to get me to referee the uh, new teams just to sound them out. Build <laughs> them out a bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, back to Heath Lyons, you know why I refed you early on <laughs> in the season. <laughs> uh, so, I don't know anything about that, West. I can only go what's on full time. Um, I do know um, Slade Green Knights quite well. I've ref them over a lot, and they've blown hot and cold this season, haven't they? Um I will. I will go on form. Yeah. Well, um, I don't know anything about Nat West. Um, it's one of the few teams um, I don't know anything about. Um, I have refereed many of the new teams, but that's one of the ones I don't know. So I'm going to have to go on form. And I don't think Glenn at Slade Green Knights uh, will appreciate me saying this, but I do think Nat West will. Two one. Two one. I think Nat West will win. And then... What about you? What did you say? I said three. I went 3-2. Three, 3-2 two. Three, two to Nat West. So I'm going yeah. with a similar result. Yeah. Um, 
Then in Div 3, we've got Shellsfield versus Stansfield, which is actually a bigger game than it might have been a couple of couple of weeks ago. If Stansfield win, they're only three points behind Shellsfield and they'll have a game in hand. Ah, no, I know, I know Chelsfield. I've I've refereed those a few times. Those guys are a few times, and they are some very good players in that team. Um, very good, good players. Um, it wouldn't surprise me if they get bumped up. Um, um, a couple of divisions. Yes, maybe just not one. Maybe this is controversial, but they won't mind me saying this because they, they were. Very, no, I spoke about that. I spoke with Nick about this, and he he said they'd be more than happy to do it if, if offered by the league. Yeah, yeah, because I, I say there's there's a few players in there that I know are very, very good for that division. Um, so I, I I can see Chelsea winning that game. Um, I think, again, there'll be a few goals in there. I think it'll be, be tighter now because um, now because of performance. Let's think, I would say 3-2. 3-2 to Chelsfield. I'm going to copy you there. I'm going to go 3-2 as well. Oh, really? Okay, there we are. I'm about to copy you there. Um, but yeah, that's all the predictions then for this week. So I think we will wrap it up there. Brilliant. So thanks Thank very you. much for joining me, Steve. Really appreciate getting a, a different sort of perspective on things. Obviously, I usually get other managers on, but a referee was, uh, yeah, a bit different. Yeah. Um... And I've enjoyed it. I can't lie. It's been... Uh, interesting. I hope I wasn't too boring and, and, and um, I hope some of the guys appreciate uh, my take on things and, and what we referees see uh, in the game. Um, I can only thank you and uh, Andrew Wheaton for this uh, opportunity um, to come on. Um, I've really, really enjoyed it. I've been Lovely. thinking about it. I've been really looking forward to it all day. So Lovely. I'm buzzing. I really, really enjoyed it. Thank you. Cheers, Steve. Cheers. See you later. See you later. I'll let you all know how me and Steve got on next week with our predictions. Um, hope you all enjoyed that interview as much as I did. Um, give everyone some insight of our ref sort of views the game. Um, bit of sort of unbiased commentary, I guess you could say. Um, so, yeah, thank you again to Steve for coming on, um, giving a voice to the, the referees in our league. Um, really appreciate that. Um, now, looking back to some results from last week, obviously I will look at my predictions first. So, AMG Old Rome was the first game I looked at, and I actually went for Old Rome to go and win that one, keep the title race alive, but AMG stepped up on their home pitch. I did... I have said previously I thought they would be better on the 4G than on the grass. That obviously proved to be the case. Um, pretty resounding 6-3 victory in the end. Um, I was actually congratulating them for winning the league on the socials, but um, my maths was slightly off. If Agenda were to win every single game and AMG lose... Their last two, then Agenda could still win the league. I can't see AMG not picking up another point, but you never know. So it goes on till next week. They are at home to West Wickham, I believe. So I think 
most teams are going to fancy them to win that one. Um, what other game did I do? I had us the agenda, obviously postponed. Groundhoppers v Red Velvet Reserves. I believe that was also postponed. Um, Russell's v Eltham postponed. South Dulwich seconds v Bexleaf Lions postponed. So um, only one game that I predicted went ahead. And I got it wrong. So yeah, another pretty shocking week in the old predictions for me. Um, so state of play in leagues, like I said, Prem, AMG just need to get a point, I believe, against West Wickham and they have wrapped up the league. So good luck to them. I think they deserve it on the whole. Um, first division, still quite a lot of games to go in that league by the looks of it. Um, don't know if that's down to postponements or cups or whatever, but um, the top two teams have only played eight games. So they've got pretty much half a season to go. Tight to call in that one. Um, Russell is in the lead, but Farnborough one point behind and with a, a much superior goal difference. Um, second division, Farnborough fourths, six games to go, seven points clear, looking like big favourites there. I think if they win their two games in hand, what does that put them? Put them 13 points ahead. And then they would have won the league. So if they win the two games in and they have won the league by the looks of it. But as I've said, my maths hasn't let me down before. So that might be wrong. Um, and then the third division. Um, Chelsfield still in the lead. Um, obviously, we looked at that game in the predictions against Stansfield. If Stansfield were to go and get a result there then that's actually blown the league open when I think most people were saying it was done and dusted probably a, a month ago or so. Um, so, yeah, lots still to play for, a lot of cups still to play for. We are still in the cup waiting for our um, fixture to be drawn. We're waiting for the previous game to go ahead and then we know who we're playing. And we still have one league game left which will be the rearranged agenda fixture. Not sure when that will be, but it's no game this weekend for us. Um, but yeah, hopefully everyone is able to get their games in this weekend. Weather looks a lot better. So yeah, hopefully you've all enjoyed it. I hope you all enjoyed listening to Steve and hopefully you'll tune in again next week. Cheers. This week's Selk podcast was brought to you by Down to Play, the simple app for next game availability.